So this evening we are looking at the letter written to the church to the church of Pagamos. So we are taking our test from the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 2. We are reading verses 12 verses 12 to 17 revelation 12 no revelation 2 12 to revelation 2 12 to 17 revelation 12. so i read from king james it says and to the angel of the church in Pagamos, write these things, saith he, which has the sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou oldest fast my name, and hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Atipas was my faithful Mattia, who was slain among you, where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast dear them that owe the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication. So as thou also them that owe the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which things I hate, repent, or else I come unto thee quickly, and we fight against them with the sword of my of my mouth. He has he that has he and hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to heat of the hidden manner, and we give him a white stone, and in this stone a new name written, which no man knows, saving he that receiveth it. Amen. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Now last week we looked at the church at Smyrna. And today we are looking at the church of Pagamos. Now, reading from, from this text, we see a whole lot of things. You know, we, we see a lot of things. This church is in Asian. Understand, and you can also see about them. They have something similar to this minor church, which where they are also where they are, uh, where they are dwelling, where the church is being situated, is also a place that is full of is is full of idolatry. You know the doctrine. I hope you still remember the doctrine of Nicolaitans, the that we talked about at the church. Uh, the, the church, the church, uh, the church of Ephesus. You understand? You know, we talked about Nicolaitans. So the people in that city, they are full of immorality. 
coupled with idolatry. You understand? Coupled with idolatry and sexual immorality and even allowing the doctrine of Balak. Do you remember the doctrine of Balaam? The doctrine of Balaam, you remember that Balaam, I think in the book of Numbers, where Balak called on the Balaam to come and curse the children of Israelites. And that uh, he was unable to curse to cause the children of Israelites. Because he himself said it. He said, who can cause who the Lord has blessed? You know, he said, yes, I want to cause, but I can't cause. I can't cause. Because these ones, the Lord has set his eyes upon them. And they are they, they are they are set of people that no no nobody could come and just treat them like a trash. The children of Israelite, they were they were more of apples in the eyes of the Lord. So you know, you will also remember when Balaam was rounding off because he could not cause the children of Israelites. He now told Balak, he said Balak should come. That he is going to tell him what he's going to do to make the children of Israelites to fall. Because until they commit sin, before they can be cursed. And it was a secret that Balaam knows about. Balaam knows that in as much these people are in God's presence, that they are doing the things of the Lord, he knows that no man can cause them. But you know, God hates iniquity. God cannot behold sin. So he now said, he told Balak that when Balak come, that he will tell Balak what to do. I'm only, you know, that is to tell you the kind of, the, the, the church is situated where the church is. You, you, you get it now. Though the Lord talked about them, that he knows their works. You know, that he knocks their works, he see what they are doing. So the work, I will also still put it as overall work. They are they are they are their love for God, their faithfulness. You understand? Their faithfulness. Some some of them were not permitting those immorality to take them away from God. They are steadfast their steadfastness. They are unmovable way of life. God said he knows. They have faith in God. You know? So, let, let us go to the introduction for proper understanding. In our last two studies, Jesus revealed the position of the Asian churches to them and to us for instruction and correction. This time, we are looking at the next letter written to the church at Pergamum, also called Pergamos. Pergamum was a city of Asia, a Roman province. The city of Pergamum had a long history of strange religion, religious practice. It, it housed the Satan throne. You know, we also read it, Revelation 2.13. Mm-hmm. With the pagan temples coupled with the em- emperor 
couple with the emperor worship. You know, the, 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 the temple of Satan was in the midst of the city. Coupled with the emperor worship, you know, they worship the emperor. You know, in Roman, the emperor is so superior to that whenever it's coming, everybody will the emperor, you know, hey to the emperor. You know, the, the, the emperor was more like a god. If you remember in history, when the other film with, with that epic. Uh, a historical film we watched you know that film you know you saw in in that film that there was a time that the emperor the king the the the, the, the emperor in rome that he brought they brought a status they wanted to erect it and that there was uproar you understand that people were like no we will not allow we will, we will not allow this to happen all of that but you know what i'm saying uh, in essence is that you know the the kind of the kind of reference they, they give to their emperor is is, is such a one that is is so powerful so and you if, you if you also remember when they were to persecute jesus and they say ah he called himself king of the jews and you know the the, the, the emperor, the, the king, he was he was so furious. He was like, why where where commit another king? And you know he was he was agitating. He was he was he was dead. And you know the Bible said he tore his clothes. Oh, fashion, yeah, he turned his clothes. He turned his clothes, and you know he was like, ah. Are you have you come to overthrow me and all of that because they do not understand the kingship of Jesus Christ? So you know, so that is I'm only trying to to buttress the their, their reference to their emperor, and the emperor is also in the midst of that city. So now tell me, how is it going to be for them to push about Christ? The Christ that these same people persecuted. They are their fathers persecuted. The same people that they that that they were making scorn of Jesus, that they were making jest of Jesus. Oh, King of Jews, come down if you can save yourself. That you know, how will they now still come and still talk to these people about the same Jesus, even in that situation? So you know, it, it, it takes a, a, a serious diligence. For, it takes God's grace for them. You understand? So, well, let, let me see where I stopped. And uh, okay, the Christians in Pergamum were surrounded by a culture of idolatry. The Christians in this city were tempted to compromise in their faith in order to enjoy the benefit of Roman citizenship. Because there will also be, look at the ones we the, the church of Smyrna we, 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 we learned about last week. You know, they were unable to do their business because they refused to partake in the things that they were doing. But here are these ones. They also refuse to be part of their idolatry because if they partake in their idolatry, they will see them as part of them. And whatever they are enjoying as citizens of Rome, you understand, they also will enjoy. But for the sake of Jesus, 
they refuse to enjoy the benefit that comes from idolatry. And that is what God is also expecting from every one of us. You know, we cannot have our cake. We cannot eat our cake and have it. It's not possible. You can't say you cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon. There's no way you can serve Jesus and still serve mammon. Bible says what relationship is between Belia and and, and children of God. Well, what is the correlation? There is, there is nothing bringing them together. You you get it now. So, you now these people, it was not easy for them. They, so they were not enjoying the benefit that comes to the citizens of, of the city. For those that were part of them, they were enjoying it. So it was, it was not a funny experience. We can read it today and talk about it. But for them, they went through a lot. The church, the choice facing the church was remaining faithful. Now they have choice either to remain faithful or suffering the cultural and economic consequences. Or, okay, now let me take this again. The choice facing the church was remaining faithful and suffering the cultural economic consequences or compromising their faith in order to work and prosper. So do you now see now, for them to prosper, for them to enjoy, they have to be part of them. But they have choice. But they chose, many of them chose to abide with the Lord. Many of them chose to be faithful, to remain steadfast. You understand? They, 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 they went through a lot. They went through a lot. So, we, we just have to trust God for our, for, 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 for our own lives too, as Christians. What is it that we are going through that we now felt we need to compromise? Do you know that during this COVID-19, it's possible for many to have compromise i want to even believe that some would have compromised their faith as a result of this covid 19. because during the longer strike as in that the lockdown inflicted on men many will not mind where the food will come from they will rather take the food and deny jesus in as much their tummy will be will be filled. You get so, but for these ones, they chose to follow Jesus. Just like we read in that book of Romans, that what shall separate me from the love of God? This one, they never allowed anything to separate them from the love of God. So we must get to that point that we will not allow anything to separate us from the love of God. No matter what, not even the culture of our city, not the things that they are doing wrong in our city, not the idolatry that they are, they are, they are, they are practicing. Bible says, whoever lays his hand upon a plow, now looking back, he says, such person is not fit for the kingdom of God. So what God is telling us is that, we need to forge ahead. We need to keep moving. We need to keep believing in. We need to, to keep following Jesus, even in the face of challenges. Do we get it now? 
Amen. We are going into, you know, we, 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 we are looking at the strength of the church. The strength of this church is what we want to look at. We want to look at the strength of this church. And the first thing we are looking at, let's see Revelation. Are you there? Revelation 2, 13. Can we read it? I know thy works. Mm. And when thou dwellest, even where Satan sits, and thou holdest fast many name, my name, and hast not denied my faith, even in those days where Antipas was my faithful retire, who was slain among you where Satan dwelt. Amen. You know, Bible was saying that many of them, many, I mean, them, he said, many of them, that I know thy works, using King James, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou holdest fast thy name. Let me, let me use that version again for that particular sentence. And you hold fast to my name. And you hold fast to my name. You know, they, they held so fast to the name of the Lord. And I reveal, yet you remain true to my name. Yet you remain true to my name. Even in the midst of all of that, they still remain faithful. They, they you know, they still uphold the name of the Lord. And yet you have remained loyal to me. And you have remained, do you know what it means to be loyal to God? Or let me even say, do you know what it means to be loyal to somebody? That it means that you have so much confidence in that person. You have so much confidence in that person. You believe that person. You believe the report of that person. If that person is saying this thing is black, you believe that that thing is black. That was what these people add on to. They know that God is God. And that he is faithful. And that is the one that is coming to take them back home. And you know, they also, I want to believe that they also had the understanding that whoever commits sin is liable to be dead. Spiritual death, and even when they die physically, they have no hope. They have no hope of eternal life. They have nowhere they are going to. So this once, they knew that Jesus is the way. That no one coming to the Father except through Jesus. And even in the midst of that, do you know what it means? They, do you know many benefits? All the benefits that they would have denied them of. They would have denied them of so many things. Take for instance, in, say in Lagos State now that they want to employ. And here are Christians, here are believers who also are trusting God for good job. And government said, okay, now we want to employ 1,000 people. And believers have everything that it takes to get that job. But they now put a clause that only the people that we bow to Fashola, I mean to who is there now, Sonwolu, that it is only the people that bow to the, to the present governor 
that will get the job. Do you know that that alone could make some believers who have been at home trusting God for a job for several years, that singular act could make some to deny their faith. Is that not true? Mm -hmm. But yet, these ones, even in the midst of what they, they were going through, in the midst of all that they went through, they said no, they head fast. They were loyal to, to, to the name of the Lord. They were loyal to God. Do you know how their friends will come and mock them? Do you know how their friends will come to scorn them? But yet the Bible said they remain loyal even in the midst of it all. Glory be to the Lord. Glory be to the Lord. Now, number one, living where Satan dwells, this, the city atmosphere was adverse to effective Christian living. So, so those were the things that God saw. Those were the things that God saw in them. Living where Satan dwells. That is, the city atmosphere was adverse to effect Christian living. And yet, like, I, like we explained earlier, yet they never denied the name of Christ. Can we open to 2 Corinthians 4.4? 4? 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4. let us see what is there. That place is, that place is talking about that the prince of this world has blindfolded the eyes. You mean the God of this world has blinded? Who mind the God of this age has blinded? Mm. Who do not believe? Least the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. You know, like, like I explained earlier, you know, whom they do not believe, you know, the people that do not believe Christ, the king of the, I mean, the, the, the prince of this world, has blindfolded their mind. And that was what happened to those people in that city. Like I will always say, when you see somebody that is committing sin, when you see somebody that is going in the wrong direction, it is not actually them. It is the work of the, it is Satan that is at work in their lives. And he has blindfolded their minds. And it's because they have come to know Christ. If they had come to know Christ, such people would not have been would not have been under the the, the 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 attack of the devil. Their mind wouldn't have been been blinded. Do we get that now? Amen. So you know that is one thing we should also hold to, to hearts. They were loyal. They were loyal to, to God. And another thing is holding on to Jesus, even in the face of, the, of adversity and oppression. Like we also say, they head on to Christ. That we have also explained. Number three, faithful witnessing and martyrdom that is antipast. Let us read Luke 21, 16. Luke 21, 16. And let us see what Bible is saying there. 
he's talking about how the the, the apostles were martyred for Christ. You know, they, they 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 went through a lot. You can read if you are there. Yeah, some of us will be put to death, like they talked about this Antipas. Antipas was martyred. That is, he did not die naturally. His death was not natural death. He was martyred. Do you know many of martyred? You know, he was maybe like like we had in the in the case of Stephen. You understand? Like we had in the case of Peter that was turned upside down. He was nailed to the cross and turned upside down. You know, you know, all of those people, they suffered so, so much. Like John that wrote this letter we are, that the Lord through him wrote this letter we are reading. Somebody that was thrown into, into, into a drum of oil and was being cooked. You, you, you know what, what all of these things meant? He was martyred. Like we, if you if you read about uh, church, if you read about church, that the people that know so much about church history, they will always tell us what those fathers also went through. How you know if there, there is this book I read, from from praise to, from prison to praise, from prison to praise. You understand? You know, you, you know, when you when when I read that book, you see people that was. That that, that that was beaten. That were, you know they went through a lot all because they were they, they were preaching the gospel. There was one I read. Somebody because he was preaching the gospel, and they they, they made the boss full of tons mess in the bus, and they put him in the bus, and they covered him, they, they, and they, they they closed the bus. And he was there. He could not bend down. He could not move to the right. He could not move to the left. He could not move to the front. He could not move to the back. He was caged in, in the midst of tongues. In the midst of nails. There was no how he could move. And he was there. Just because he was just because he was pushing the gospel. Just because he was pushing the gospel. You you get it now. So, God God help us. Thank God for 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 salvation. Thank God for Jesus coming to save us. You know we we appreciate God. You know at times we may not be able to appreciate what Jesus did for us on the cross. If we will not, if if we will not, uh, if 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 we will not sit down, sit down. To think about what it did. So we are moving to the weakness of the church. The church also, you know, you know, yeah, we also find that God was saying, but there is something I found about you that I also detest. Now, let us read Revelation 14 to 15. If you are there, you can read that. In to 2 14 to 15. Why may I read? I open to Second Peter. But I have a few things against you because you have there 14 and 15. You have there those who hold the doctrine of Bala, 
put off Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel. So do you think sacrifice to idols and to mm. sexual immorality? Did you see that? Mm. Did you get it now? Mm. What I was trying to explain earlier, you know, it was in the book of Numbers, I think number 25 now, it was, you know, it, it came. Time we fail us to read the whole of the story. But what he was trying to do, the man wanted to, the man wanted to give him so much money. The man wanted to give him so much goods. And because of those things, he wanted to go and cause the people that the Lord have not caused. He was unable to cause them. He now came back to say, come and I will tell you what to do. So in the book of Revelation now, we now saw what he actually told Balak. That he taught Balak how to make the children of Israelite to commit adultery. I mean to commit adultery, to, to fall into the heart of idolatry. Sorry, into the heart of idolatry. Let me read Second Peter 2, 14 to 16. 2 Peter 2, 14 to 16. Having eyes full of idolatry. And that and that cannot cease from sin, and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, and arts they have exercised with covetous covetous practices, cause children, which has forsaken the right way, and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bosa who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb ass, speaking with man's voice, forbade the madness of the prophets. Hmm. Glory. You, you remember the story? You know, this we were even taught in our, in our Sunday schools when we were small. That donkey that spoke... God did everything to put Balaam in order, but he would not listen. And the angel of the Lord appeared, and the, and the house, the donkey, was trying to escape, was trying to escape. But yet, Balaam did not understand. Being a prophet, he did not see, because the Lord did not even open his eyes to see the angel. Because he already failed. And you know, the donkey... He tied his leg, crushed his leg to the wall, and he was so furious. And the and the Lord opened the mouth of a donkey. The Lord opened the mouth of a donkey to speak to a man, to speak to a man that, ah, uh -uh. Shebi, I am the same donkey you've been riding all this while. Will there not be a cause? But he still, you know, God, God was so faithful. But with all of that, he still went as far, as far as making the children of Israel, the children of Israel, like, to go astray, so that they can get those wages. He loved the wages of unrighteousness. Let, let us. It will. It won't be good. Let us go to Numbers twenty-five, one and two. Numbers twenty-five. You can open to First Corinthians fifteen thirty-three. Why I read Numbers twenty-five. Numbers twenty-five. We will see what happened. 
Numbers 25, one, I will read one and two. Okay. And in First Corinthians 15, 33. But let me take this first. And Israel abode in Shittim, and the people began to commit wodom with the daughters of Moab. Did you see that? That is that was what he told them. That was what he told them. That he, he, he now began to make the, the 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 children of Israelites to commit wodom with the daughters of Moab. And don't forget one of the commandments God gave to the children of Israelite that they should not marry from outside Israel. That they should not marry outside Israel. You, you get that now. Verse 2. And they called the people unto the sacrifice of their gods. Can you imagine? The people of God. The people of God, people that were supposed to bear the name of the Lord, were called to the sacrifices of their of, of, of unknown God. And the people did it and bowed down to their gods. But that was what the church at Pagamos refused to do. They refused to bow down for their empire. They refused to walk in the way of Balaam. You can read that place. Do not be deceived. Mm. Even company corrupt good habits. Yes, even even company corrupt good habits. So we just need to to keep the right company so that we can maintain the mind of God and we can be the student of the word of God. Amen. Let's go to the second one. It says. The second, following the Nicolaitans doctrine, they primarily believe in Jesus, but they still engage in idolatry and sexual immorality because they believe that knowledge has made them know it is the spirit that needs to be born again. Now, I want to believe that not, the, not all of them, some of them actually at the end of the day, went after the doctrine of of Nicolaitans, that is idolatry and sexual immorality. Do you know what happened here? Because now they believe that it is their soul that got, that got born again. And now they can do whatever they like with their body. With their soul, that they are the one that owns their body, they own their soul, that they can do whatever they like with their body, in as much their soul, I mean their spirit is being born again. And it was knowledge that brought them to this understanding. You understand? Because actually, in the whole in the old testament, man lost his position, and in that point, at that point. Man was spiritually dead. So it was man was made up of soul, I mean soul and body. So man was more of soul and body. Those but the moment Jesus came and that he died and resurrected, at that point, our soul got regenerated. Our soul got saved. So we are now alive back to God. You get it now. So now that they now have the understanding that it is their soul, forgetting that 
Bible now even says in the book of Romans 12 that renew that we should be renewing our mind every day. And how do we renew our mind? It is by reading the word of God, by praying. It is all of this put together that we help our mind to be able to focus. But they have now forgotten that if their mind were actually on God, there is no how they will go and commit adultery. But knowledge made them to feel that that it is their soul that got born again, which was actually correcting. Jesus came and died for our sin. But that does not know, that does not connote. That does that does not connote. That does not connote that we can now do whatever we like with our body. We can we we do not we are not the one that own ourselves. We have been bought with, with a price. We have been bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. We have been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. So we do not own ourselves. God owns us. So He owns our spirit, He owns our body, and He owns our soul. Amen. Amen. We are about to hand in up. We are about to hand in up. So, but it will be good we read Galatians 5.13. Let us read Galatians 5.13. So, some of them went after the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Those ones that believe that it is your soul, I mean, it is your spirit that got born again, and your body and soul can do whatever it likes. No, that is not Christianity. That is not what God is expecting from us. Galatians 5.13. Are you there? For virgin, if you have been called unto liberty, Mm. Only use your, only only use not liberty for an occasion of flesh, but love, mm. but by the love serve one another. Mm. We should not use our liberty to satisfy our flesh. I I, I love that. What version is that? Okay, you know. So we should you help me use another version. Amplify. That's King James. Let me use King James. For you, brethren, have been called liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, mm. but true love serves one another. True love, sir. So we, sh you know, the, the the high point of this verse is that we should not use the liberty we have gotten in Jesus Christ to serve our flesh. And we know, even here in our in our days, do you also know that there are some that are still holding this doctrine? And they are the sets that says once saved forever saved. That their spirit has been saved and they can do whatever they like with their body. So that is not what God is expecting from us. So God saw that as a weakness of the church. Now, as we round up, let us see this action plan and admonition. Revelation 2.16 Revelation 2.16, if you are there, you can quickly read for us. We should be rounding up now. Are you there? So, as thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which things are hate. Now, now, what is our take home? God is expecting us to repent. He said repentance. God is expecting us to repent. You know, 
for, for those people, God expects them to repent. Jesus was calling out for repentance. So he called them to repent and he's also calling us today to repent. If peradventure there is anything of such in us too, because whether anybody believe it or not, whether we like it or not, Jesus is coming. And his coming is nearer than is nearer than ever before. So we have to come to repentance and we should not be part of those people that are holding on to the doctrine of Nicolaitans. God expects us to repent from anywhere we might have gone astray. The Lord put his word on Balaam. Numbers 22. The Lord put his word on Balaam. The Lord, so you can open... Numbers 22, 31, and 32. The Lord will come with a sword against a compromised church. Hallelujah. Are you there? 22. 31 to 32. Numbers 22. So, you know, just let us... Let us hold fast because Jesus is coming for a church that is without wrinkle, that is without spots and spots. God is coming for a church that is without blemish. So anyone that compromises before the return of Jesus or before the rapture, whichever way, such church, such church and such believer will not have his own paths. In the kingdom of God, you can read. And the angel of the Lord said unto me, okay. And the angel of the Lord said unto me, Why have you sought your tongue this three times? Mm. You have come out to stand against you because your way is perverse before me. Mm. Can you see that? The Lord said, I have come out against you because your way are perverse before me. May the Lord anger. Not be kindled on us in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. When God come with his word, no man can stay. You see, somebody, I think Psalm 73, where David was, is it David? No, Asaph. He was saying, ah, Oh God, see how the um, ungodly people. On the unbelievers, see how they are they are prospering, they are doing fine, they have everything, they 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 are me that I'm serving you, see how my life is. And the Lord took him into the temple to see. And the Lord began to open scriptures to him. And the Lord, the Lord began to open his eyes to things to come. And he saw it and he said, Ah, God, I am sorry. And because God Bible made us to understand in that Psalm 73 that those people. They will have money, they will have everything, but everything will vanish within a twinkling of an eye. Are you in, in Psalm 73? No. Okay. But that, I believe it is Psalm 73. And, you know, he saw it. So whatever the people around us, whatever they may be enjoying today, whoever does not have Jesus, everything they possess, everything they possess is more as if they possess nothing because Jesus is the end 
of everything. Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. No one comment to the Father except Jesus. So no matter what goes on, goes on around us, we need not to compromise. We need not to compromise. Jesus is beckoning on us to hold fast to our faith. May the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. I pray that God will have His way in our lives and He will keep us to His coming, that we will not go astray. We will not follow the doctrines that we have not been taught. We will not go after the doctrines that, you know, I don't think any doctrine should just come up now and we now want to follow with everything we have learned. God will help us. He will give us grace to stand. Grace to stand in the name of Jesus. We live in a fallen world where Satan has his throne. Only those who hold on to their faith in the face of worldly enticements and refuse to compromise will ultimately overcome. And to the overcomers in this dark and godless time, the Lord has promised hidden manna and a white stone. Do you also see that? He said, for whoever we hold on to the very end, he said he will, he will give them manna. He even said he will give them a white stone. And a name will be written on that stone that no one understands. Hallelujah. So we have a lot of things to gain. When we make heaven... When we, when we wait till, till, till the end of the days, till the end of the time, we have a lot to stand to, we have a lot to gain. You know, like, 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 like Pastor was explaining to me on Thursday, he was saying in Mark chapter 10, you know, is it Mark chapter 10 now, where, where, where Peter asked Jesus, we have left everything. We are following you. What will be our gain at the end of the day? And Jesus told them that for everyone that have left brothers, that have left sisters, that have left houses, that have left families, he said they are going to have everything in hundred folds. Not only here on this earth, also they will have eternal life. So if we will continue to walk in the ways of the Lord. We have double portion of blessings. Double portion of God's blessings. That means we will be blessed here on earth. We will also have eternal life. And that's why the book of Matthew says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing will be added to it. Every, every. Mention the things that is needed for man, that, that a man needs in his life. Car, houses, children. What is it that a man needs? Everything is, 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 in, is, is included in everything. And every other thing will be added. To it, not just one thing, not just money, not just children. Everything will be added if only we, we, we will seek the kingdom of God, and our heart will stay on God. We will be unmovable. We will be steadfast. This is what God is expecting from us. A lot will happen around us. A lot is already happening. A lot will still happen. A lot of doctrine will still spring forth. A lot of things will still be said. A lot of false prophets will still arise. And that is why the, the book of Matthew in chapter 24, and he was saying, even the so-called elect 
will be will be deceived. They will say, Here is Jesus, there is Jesus, and that is what is happening. Everybody is going everywhere, seeking miracles, seeking prophet that will tell them the, 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 the issues of their life, forgetting about Jesus, forgetting the creator of heaven and earth. Who can who, who can make us to, to become whatever we want to become in life? I read something on the social media this evening as we random. There is one Christian music, uh, there is one music gospel who, who said another song, another person that is singing also called, just sent him a message that he needs certain amount of money to, 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 to sponsor his music. And the guy now asked him that if you see $200,000 that what would you do differently? And the guy said, and the guy responded, he said, if he gets such huge amount of money, that what is he now doing in music? What is he now doing there? The impulse from this story is that somebody now said, that he has now learned how to depend on God. That he has always been telling God that God, you will be the one to announce me. And the person now said something that got me thinking. No, I mean, the person said that and that actually got me thinking. He now said, when David was in the wilderness, singing, praising God, nobody was there. And when it was time, it was nobody that introduced David. It was God himself that found David and introduced him to the king. But why am I saying this? It's because whatever we may want to become in life, if only we can do the will of God, if only we can follow God, he himself will come through for us and he will bring us out of our wilderness and he will announce our arrival. What is it that we want to become? That now, do you know that many people that wants to become that wants to become big man of God, big men of God, they are going everywhere seeking powers. Many will not even mind to shed blood of human to get to where they are going to. You know that these are part of the things we are seeing, but here God is saying that we should hold on till the end, that we should be steadfast, we should be unmovable. The rewarder is, is coming. The rewarder is coming, and it is and it's coming is nearer than ever before. May the Lord bless his word in Jesus' name. Can we pray and talk to God? It is my heart cry, it is my heart cry this evening that we cry to God. I want us to begin to talk to God to help us.